Swiss Warriors Live Podcast 2020, Episode 11. Um, I'm Will Evans here again with Brad Larkin, as always. Brad, how's things, mate? What's been happening? Good, young man. I'm, I'm good, good. What's been happening? What hasn't been happening? Jeez, I've just been under the pump for about three weeks now. I just, yeah. But the end is nigh to that, so hopefully I can get back my life of leisure soon. That's good to hear. Um, and you had a bit of a um, bit of a night out at the rugby, I hear. I, I did. Yeah, went to the rugby. Uh, <laughs> didn't last the whole game. Uh, we we left fifty five minutes into the game. Just it was just too cold. It was feral. Even in that covered stadium, it was just to the bone cold. So we went and found a fire. Yeah, I was in Central Otago over the weekend, and man, bottom half of the South Island copped it. It was freezing. Uh, I know. People complain about Mount Smart on a wet, cold night. It'd be tropical for us. Um, But something to warm our little cockles. Um, The win on Friday night, 37-26 over the Cowboys. What did you reckon? That was nice not going to bed angry. (laughs) I really like just dossing down knowing we had a win under the belt. Yeah, not bad. Two points to... uh, to get off to dreamland on um yeah and yeah pretty scrappy game um certainly not a complete performance by any stretch but entertaining and a few tries on the board always uh good to see after yeah after our attack has been pretty ordinary for a year and a year and a bit um yeah i enjoy it was scrappy cowboys were rubbish we were scrappy, but it was like watching a game, a Warriors game from a dozen years ago. That's what it was like. Just scrapped out, got some points on the board, take a win, a yeah. little bit of ad, ad hoc play. Yeah, it, it was good. It felt like a game where they came out and said, well, we're just going to go out and try and score more points in the opposition rather than, you know, other way around, stop them from... Get less penalties in the yeah. opposition. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> more completions there, but just, you know, not the mindset of stopping the opposition from... Scoring more points than them. Just what's, so. what's the completion that was the completion that bad? Okay. Uh, I don't know. I, don't I actually, still think it was all right, wasn't it? Yeah, there's a few errors, particularly after points that we uh, made some pretty bad oh, errors. Yeah, that's and, true. And coming out of um, out of half time as well. Some that was a bit of a low light, I guess. But um, yeah, generally speaking, we're right. Fifty six percent possession. Um, yeah, just looking at the good, good. Uh, yeah. Good effective tackle rate, around 90%, and uh, only six errors, so, yeah, pretty solid. Obviously not uh, record-breaking like in round three, but, um, yeah, more than enough. Probably just need to uh, be making errors not coming out of our own end next time. Um, Certainly not getting carried away with that one. As you said, the Cowboys were were awful. Their defence was uh, incredibly poor. SR Masters, I can't believe he didn't get hooked. yeah. For this week, he was bad up against Pethaku, who uh, picked up the hat trick. So uh, yeah, nice little bounce back for for Peter in his first game back from injury, particularly after that um, horrific gaff in the end goal. That was a howler. What was he up to? He was he meters was, away. The he, ball wasn't even going to make it to the dead ball line. He looked at foul to about three times and still couldn't figure out that he was coming too fast for him. Do you want it? Do you want it, man? Yeah. Do you want it? <laughs> Uh, yeah, um, again, seven tries, that was a, a real highlight, four of them from kicks, um, two of them, very good kicks, 
but yeah, just got to take that with a grain of salt. With uh, it's not like we were pouring through gaps and um, no. making a lot of amazing plays, but uh, some very positive signs for the attack there, particularly from Cody Nicarima. Um, everything he touched seemed to turn to gold, and, and he was more than willing to run and and um, yeah, just yeah. just get around the park a bit, not just stay in that narrow he, he was sharp. He um he sort of he won from that the Cowboys not really being that interested defensively in that first half, which yeah. gave him a bit of co- a bit of confidence. But he did. You could see the moment he shut the game down, though, which annoyed me. That conversion where he didn't. He missed it, just an absolute dud conversion. It's yeah. like, oh, it's like when he shut off for the night. I didn't mm. like that. But yeah, if he can do that every week, man, yeah. that takes a lot of the pressure off Green and his, everyone's not barking about how poor he played. Yeah, it did take the pressure off Green because he didn't have to, um, you know, try and create, which he's, you know, not, not that well suited to doing. Um, that combination of Cody and Alessa Katoa on the, on the left edge, it's almost... Cliff Lyons and Steve Menzies like. Geez, they've got a good understanding already. Yeah, they're into it, aren't they? Even even that one that could have been easily a cock up where Nicarima could have gone over himself. Yeah. At least still stood there expecting that pass and took it like under pressure. And it was so, good yeah. it's good to see it um work the other way around. Katoa with a fantastic offload for um for Cody to do True. the tip on for for old Adam yeah. Pompey to, to dive over in the corner. so But, yeah, Katoa is just one hell of a player. He, what a find. He's got all the skills. He can draw and pass. He's, yeah, for a guy that's only played a dozen games of, of rugby league before this year, um, it's pretty amazing his progress already. He's, there's the three of them, him, Harris, and Adam Blair. Yeah. Another league, man. Oh, yeah. Well, Harris has just been enormous every week. Huge numbers and just quality, all of it. Adam, yeah, Adam Blair was magnificent the other night. I think it was even better than his game against the Dragons. Uh, high impact, big work rate. Is, is, um, yeah. And he's point. turning into that bully boy Blair again. Yeah, yeah. Um, There's a bit of dirt in it. Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm on, I'm on him. This is, yeah. I'm a big Blair fan. I'm into it. Yeah, so long may that continue. And uh, Jermaine Tanner Brown, I thought his best game of the of his mm. uh, fledgling NRL career. He racked up some big numbers actually, and um, yeah, had a really good night up against the, a, yeah, big big uh, Cowboys pack, and we they shut them down. Tamalolo barely had an impact. And he only just got over a hundred meters, didn't he? Yeah, and they made him make fifty three tackles, which is insane for Tamalolo. Um, oh, but they just maybe that was part of their plan. Yeah, just just wear them thin. Um, and the other guy I wanted to single out for a big rap was um, Pauasa Falmasili. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, off the bench. It just seems like he, he looks like a guy that it hurts to tackle him and it hurts being tackled by him. Everything he does um, just looks painful for the opposition and, yeah, real hard, hard man. Yeah, low centre of gravity he looks like on him, aren't it, compared to the other. He's probably still six foot eight, the yeah. other one's seven foot two. But he's he looks like he's a bit more nuggety and hard to get an arm around. And yeah, yeah I like that. There's only a couple. Of, well, I can pick two in that forward pack. That two out of how many in a forward pack? Six, uh, six, and then three. Seven, on the bench. yeah, eight. Yeah, there's two of them that are still not performing to my standard. <laughs> <laughs> your your sky, sky high standards, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But geez, the whole lot of them, even King Bunyawa, oh, that's terrible. Vuni Iyawa, yeah. He, um, yeah, yeah Vuni Iyawa, sorry, he, King. He's going good. 
He's rocks and diamonds, but he's got a bit. He's got a bit of style to him. Yeah. He looks a party out there. It looks like a warrior on the field. Yeah, yeah, sort of your uh, Akomatayo type, maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, well, yeah. We haven't had one of them in a long time. Mm. I'd already put him above um, Sebastian Akahifo, so he's um, yeah, yeah, he's yeah. coming along. Um, yeah, Jack Murchie, another one who you know looked okay off the bench again. Another young guy. So big yep. positives for that pack, and that's the key. The, the the pack dominated, and that made things a hell of a lot easier for Nick Raymer to, to pick and choose his moments and for Green to just run the show. And Yeah. They got yeah, the, the only thing, the only negatives I can take out of that pack was uh, it's, it's still hard to pick on Egan week in, week out, but these running, I was surprised he even got 20 metres running. I didn't think he ran once in the weekend. Yeah, it's... Um, and you... The frustrating thing is you can pick the times where he should have a day. I know. When they're backpedaling yeah. a bit and he just sort of, you know... You mutter to yourself on the couch. Run, yeah. go, yeah. run, go. And it's just a pass again. Him and then Lockie Burr is just too small for a prop. Yeah. He, hey. he's, he's, he didn't play bad, but he's just getting murdered. Manhandled. Yeah. He's... Uh, uh, we picked it out when he got um, absolutely snapped in half by Lachlan Fitzgibbon in round one. And it happened several times against the Cowboys. Just absolutely poleaxed. Um, they must have loved it when yeah. he had the ball in that game. Yeah. Yes, let's get him. Yeah. He's getting a little kid. Yeah. Um, um, but, but, yeah so, but I think Ignatius Parsi's just got to be a straight swap for him, doesn't he, this weekend? Oh, I think so. For this, Well, it's uh, an unchanged team that's been named. Yeah, um, I see it's listed as that. Yeah, but... You know, as far as the starting lineup goes, surely that's the that's the way to go um, against South this weekend. But no problem with them being in the seventeen. Um, obviously, fighting with the likes of Vinnie Yawa and and uh, Murchie for a spot. But yeah, he's not our starting front row, that's for sure. But just on that, it's an embarrassment of riches all of a sudden. You know, we've that's got Jack, Jazz Devanga is potentially only a few weeks away. Um, you know, it's about who's going to drop out. Parsi's still not even in the team, and even though he's fit, it's uh, yeah, crazy stuff. Yeah, um, you got Parsi. At least in our mouths, not even there, yeah, is he? Yeah, he's out for the year. Same with Bunty. Yeah, so oh. Bunty's out for the year. So next, well, I don't want to start talking about next year. Then you got Ben Murdoch. Yeah, that's yeah. Woodpad. All of a sudden, a couple of little tweaks, a couple of signings. If we could get Landis Roosters kid, yeah, good. Oh, they've got to try everything they can. Big steal or borrow to get yeah. Roosters to let us keep him. He's he'd be a huge loss, I think. Now that we've seen what he can do in a couple of games, um, yeah. But a bit of concern for guys that are off contract in the pack, particularly um, Isaiah Papali, um, out of the side for two weeks straight now, and fighting for a new deal. Oh. It's it's not a great yeah. position to be in when they've got so much depth and. I'm starting to liken him to a, um, Elijah Taylor. Mm. I wonder if he's just going to... He might sign an Aussie deal now, maybe just fade out. Yeah, mm. fade on out. Um, he, needs to do, he needs to do a lot more than he's doing now anyway. Let's put it that way. There's a lot of boys working, seem to be doing a lot yeah. more. And uh, credit to Steve Cooney for you know picking guys that are probably going to, you know at the moment, make more of an impact and do a better job. Yeah, yeah. I'm liking this. All the Ford Pack's doing nothing wrong. I guess you got to put Burr in there with that as well. We see, you see him getting bundled off in tackles, but he's probably putting in a few yeah. shoulders himself. Yeah, uh, good work rate, over 100 metres and a uh, bunch of tackles. So, 
um, just a few stats to underline um, how momentous that scoreline was. Um, 37 points, just the second time the Warriors scored more than um, 36 points in the past four years, since June 2016. Um, the only other game was their 40-6 uh, 40, 40 thrashing of Canterbury in uh, round one last year. Uh, seven tries for the Warriors. They've only scored, um, yeah, they've only scored more than that once since round 21, 2014. Um, that was uh, against Newcastle. Nine tries they got that day. Um, but yeah, so seven tries is the most we've scored. Most we've scored throughout 27, uh, 2018 in that great season um, and all of last year. So yeah, uh, that's. It's something to be um, pretty happy about for Warriors fans that were getting bored with their attack. And then, also, this is maybe not the greatest stat, but uh, Cowboys 26 points was the most conceded by the Warriors in a win since round 5, 2016. And a win. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, you know, good to be able to concede that many points. You know, usually 26 points, that's more than enough to, to get over our boys. Um, and so our defence obviously wasn't the best, but if you're going to on the tries then it's not that big a deal see i've got a stat too actually is it a stat or more of a fact might be a stat does it have but a number the, if, the, if the last the, the fact is 20 minutes if the warriors are leading with 20 minutes to go it's actually time slows down and it turns into three hours <laughs> So, yeah, that sounds like a scientific fact of you. Uh, yeah, yeah, verified. yeah. So the last 20 minutes, if the Warriors are leading and you really need that win, time, the whole universe slows down and it takes three hours to play that 20 minutes. Well, that, yeah. I think I've got that right. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see if we can get that. How verified. long do those last 20 minutes go? Oh, I know. Yeah. Oh, and I went to the kitchen, filled a pot with water, and just stood there and waited <laughs> for it to boil. It was easier. <laughs> Uh, yeah, uh, it was, they made a sweat a bit, but closed it out pretty well. And now it's two wins from, uh, two wins from three games back from the, from the restart. Gotta be pretty happy yeah. with that, despite the nature of their loss to Penrith in round four. Um, and we're 11th on the ladder, but the sort of, in a bit of a log jam tied for eighth. Um, yeah, yeah. I've, at... I've sort of changed them. At the start of this year, I thought they would get... Anywhere from, you know, those four positions from 13th to 16th. Realistically, that's where I thought they might come in. But I'll put them into the next four category now, and I reckon they're with the four from 8th to 12th. Yeah, well, so the I'm just looking at the table. The top seven, I can't see them, these teams, not being there. It's Parramatta, Canberra, Melbourne, Newcastle, Penrith, uh, Sydney Roosters, and Manly. They, yeah. They, yeah. they just seem like... Something drastic has to happen there. But then there's this this next group, which we're a part of, and quality-wise, we're very much a part of it. Certainly no better than these sides, but like Cowboys are still an eighth. They're going pretty ordinary. Tigers ninth, South, our opponents this week in tenth. Us in eleventh, and then uh, Broncos twelve. So definitely See, that's who I reckon we're duking it out with. Yeah, that's our equivalent. And definitely capable of um, you know taking that eighth spot. Yeah, like if we want to slide into the preview, like we got the rabbits this weekend. I reckon yeah. our forward pack's better than theirs. Yeah, well, Souths have not been going particularly well at all. They've had a, a toughish draw, but they've um, really struggled when they've had to play a good team. Only wins were round one against Cronulla. Just got home there and um, touched up the Titans last week, um, as any half decent team should. 
look, especially Peter, after the Titans coming off a win, they're yeah, not going to string too many yeah, units. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Latrell Mitchell looking a lot better at fullback for South Sydney, so that's a, a huge boost for them. And, and Cody Walker back from uh, that little suspension. But yeah, it's their forward pack without Sam Burgess and Sean Sutton, they're uh, nowhere near the pack that they've been for the last most of the last decade. Um, and I think form-wise, our pack should have it all over them. Um, yeah, yeah. So do I. Probably they've probably got that a uh, bit more, a uh, bit more, ars- of an Arsenal outside um, out wide. Um, James Roberts may be back this week, and yeah, just a bit more speed all around. Obviously, our our uh, three quarter line is still pretty. Uh, yeah, I'd I'd some. like to see Push swap out for Pompey, Pompey, Pompey. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. It'd be good if he was a bit more explosive, but um, <laughs> just... yeah, he's not. He's just half a pace behind the poor bugger. Yeah, he's obviously good. Even his step, he he get break away the other stepped into someone. It's like ah, oh. he stepped too early. His timing was off when he stepped, and it was too early. And the defence fullback read it. Then I was like ah, oh, mate, come on. Yeah. Um... You'd think he would be the one to to come out no matter where Foss uh, gets slotted in because obviously Gerard Bell could uh, shift out to the wing but just on that, if he if Fossatua comes back I'm just going to give you a prime cons list and you're going to decide uh, where Foss should play when he comes back. Yeah. So wing or centre. So the pros for um, the wing. He's, he's one of the uh, best finishers of the last sort of few years. Um, great, great aerial target on attack. Um, probably the close to the safest winger under the high ball defensively. Um, decent yards out of out of the other end for a winger. Um, so that's your pros, cons. Um, he's not really going to get many opportunities on the end of the back line. I still have barely seen the ball get out to the wing from a passing movement. Um, he's. He looked really big when he came back when he came into play centre early in the year, and he's apparently still looking pretty, uh, pretty big and solid. Um, and you know we could use a more kind of bigger, destructive guy in the centres. So what's the mm. verdict? I'm without Ken. I'm going on the wing. Yeah, fair enough. Without Ken, I'm putting him. I'm putting him out on the wing. I think yeah. I think he's going to do the more on the end of it, and especially well, a large majority of their points are coming from kicks. So at the moment, so yeah, I'm, I'm going wing. But as soon as as soon as Ken's back and we get another centre, if that's where I, I would want to play centre for okay. the majority of this year. Yeah, I'd like to see how it works out. I can imagine him being like uh, Wanger and Blake is for Parramatta, and, and he was um, huge mm. on Friday night. But he's that kind of player, big, rangy, powerful, and he's. Got a bit of skill. Yeah, imagine him getting an arm three through the line mm. and then sort of lobbing a ball in behind. Yeah. I just imagine him poking through the line quite a bit and distributing a ball. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Now, I want him to see him at centre, but this weekend I think he'd be best, if hopefully they put him in, best suited on the wing. And I know that, you know, people cry out for him being, the, you know, such a good finisher, but the, the fact is he's not going to get many opportunities with, with Blake Green playing on that side. We've talked about that um, at nauseam. With, uh, only scored four, five tries last year, compared to 23 the year before when um, when Sean Johnson was still out there on his side, and obviously Haku as well, um, switching from the right to the left. So, yeah, I'd, I'd like to see how the centre thing worked out. 
those big lads out on wings, not often they do their whole career out there. But with age comes a bit more growing and bulk, and they do a, a lot of them do end up drifting in. I don't think there's a bit of a, a you're, you're a bit um, different if you stay on that wing that whole time. Plus, he's he's good enough to he's played a fair bit of centre and a fair bit of fullback. He's not you know just a guy that's played on the wing. His whole career, I mean, I, but it doesn't without offending anyone, I think he's smarter than a winger as well. <laughs> Does that make sense? Like he's got yeah. a bit more football now to cover yeah. one, yep, yeah, sure. rather than just be on the end or something. I yep. think he's a bit smarter than that. He's, yeah. yeah. Um, now, just a, a couple of little stats to think about before this weekend's game. Uh, we've, we've only won one of our last ten against South. Not, uh, not a great oh, one. Right? Seven of the losses came by 16 points or more, so they have been a bogey team for us. Just that win in Perth uh, to start off 2018 was, was the only exception. Um, but they'll, and they'll be desperate south, so a loss to us would be pretty disastrous for them. Whoever loses goes to a 2-4 and four record, so not desirable for either of us. It's uh, Yeah, it could be... Sort of semi-season defining for both teams, I think. It you know gets whoever wins to fifty percent and a bit of a platform sends the loser to two and four, and you're wondering, you know, you're just making up the numbers. Yeah, it's a, it's a it's it's a perfect it's a good litmus mm. test this weekend for us. This this will tell us exactly where we are. It's a tough one to pick, man. Yeah, and uh, what's but, even the, what's the TAB got on for this? Oh, I'd say they um, I'd say they've Favoured the uh, South fairly heavily. We've got a six and a half point start, and yeah, South dollar thirty nine favourites. Worry three bucks. Gee, that's a good bet. Yeah, yeah, I might have to have a little nibble at that. Um, yeah, both the teams that the Warriors and South have have beaten, you know, they've, they've beaten terrible teams. So it's yeah. just an yeah. absolute litmus test for both of them to see where they're at. Because they've been, because they've also got uh, touched up by the the better sides they've played. So, yeah, yeah. Neither of these teams are well going to be well entrenched in the top eight coming into the season. This is yeah. This is head to head. This is like this is our version. If you're a storm supporter playing Roosters, <laughs> this is this yeah. is us be the Roosters yeah. at the moment. Yeah. yeah. Um. Uh, is there Hoosians in our south? What are we? I don't know. I don't know who you going. Who are you going? Yeah, You've got to go Warriors. Yeah, definitely. I think especially at three bucks. Yeah, red hot chance this week. I think if it's again, it's about stringing a couple of decent performances together. We haven't won two in a row since partway through last year. Um, yeah, and you know they, they were poor in between the two wins against Penrith. Just want to see them do what they I, uh, did last week, two weeks in a row. I hate South. Yeah, same. I've hated God, them for a I while. Hate I didn't even like them when they won the comp in twenty fourteen. I was, oh, I wasn't happy for them at all. It, it grew even more for me. Mm. Yeah, nah, go away. Never did like them. So yeah, nah, Warriors all day, every day on this one. Yeah, sounds we'll uh, see. Sounds pretty good to me. <laughs> yeah, Friday night, eight o'clock again, third Friday in a row. Some enjoying that's a, that's a good. It's a good one, eh? Hey? I yeah. like that. Mm. So good. Um. Now, changing the pace, uh, we got a uh, Best is West, or West is the, best, uh, buddy. the segment formerly known Bastard. as Tales of Rununga. Yeah, uh, Bastardising the new title. Mm. 
Yeah. Uh, oh, West uh, is best. What did I say? Best yes. is West. Best is West. West is best. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah, West is best. What have we got tonight? I heard a little yarn about... Um, I was up on the coast at Christmas, actually. It was actually the night... It was two days after the ill-fatal Christmas TWL special, <laughs> the podcast special for me and you got highly intoxicated and just turned into a yelling mess yeah. on air. Yeah, not um, honest. I should delete that app, actually. <laughs> it should be erased from history <laughs> before we get famous and that gets used against <laughs> us. Um, but uh, So I went over the coast and I was over there for two nights. And the second night was when um, it was all those, you know, all the rain and that and... Um, in South Canterbury now, when all the yeah. roads washed out and that. Yeah, so yeah. the second night was that, and I was there, I was like, I was, I was over there to get a caravan. I was picking up a caravan, towing, this is Saturday, I was towing it home Sunday, and the old man goes, we we're always going to catch up with my mate Swamp, but then the old man goes, ah, the road's going to be closed tomorrow, you won't be getting home. So in my head straight away, well, that's a license to get absolutely tipped up. I'm not going nowhere, I don't have to drive nothing, this is sweet. And it turned out to be Swamp's uh, work due that night as well. So the stars were aligning. So we went down, went down and seen Swamp, and we're there having this, uh, having a couple of drinks at um, the local establishment in the middle of Greymouth. And he said to me, there's this old bar that we used to, that was where all the young ones, you'd go drink in Greymouth. That was one of the one of the places you'd go, called Revy's, Revington's. And actually in the 60s, 60s or something, when the Queen come to Greymouth, the Queen went to Greymouth, man. Whoa. <laughs> and she stayed in one of these rooms at Revy's, and that was, it's always been like a famous one of the things that coasters hold on to. <laughs> but anyway, Swamp was there. We're sitting there having a beer. We're actually cut by this stage. And he goes, see, they're knocking down Revy's. I'm like, what? And he goes, yeah, it's all half demolished now. It's shut. And I was like, holy hell. I was like, that's gutting to not get a last beer there. And we both sort of looked at each other and go, we still can. <laughs> so we ordered another pint each. And then just walked out the door and down the street with the pints. And then we got to Revy's. And it's full construction zone, man. Blacked out, floorboards ripped up. And we're trying to, we had to break in through the toilet window, climbed into Revington's, and then went into the middle of the bar and just sat there and had another pint at the bar. One last pint. Yeah, yeah, it was pretty cool. But there was all these holes in the floor. And then we we went went upstairs and we went in the Queen's room, got photos of Swampy on the Queen's toilet and (laughs) walking. <laughs> everything like that it's funny because swampy texts me a couple of oh yeah swampy texts me a while back and he goes geez after that after that night we went to ruby he goes have you seen what's going on and we're like no and he goes do you know why it's taken so long to demolish and we're like no and he sent me a picture front page of the gravy star asbestos <laughs> full of, the place is full of asbestos, and that's why the demo's taking so long. But he was running, he said he was getting a hell of a, doing a hell of a trade, running tours there every Saturday night. He was, every Saturday night, he'd get a few more boys pissed and put, take another tour through Revy's. And he, he was loving it. The Asians were loving it too, he said. But then COVID hit, and he sort of, he brought those six minivans and the tuk-tuk, and he now sort of just parked idle now. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> that last bit's added but anyway, <laughs> but anyway so we got hammered we've done all this tour but just to end the story so after after the road's been closed and that I get home at 4 or 5 in the morning and then the old man raps on the door at 7 they're closing the road in an hour you need to go you need to go <laughs> <laughs> I'm there like whoa 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 <laughs> zero to a hundred I get up and he's got me some toast and like veggie soup and I am 
still not feeling great. The next minute, 20 minutes later, I'm in a, I'm in my truck towing a caravan over the pass of torrential rain before they close it. And then I get to Ashburton and they close the road there anyway. So I have to sleep in this, this mold infested caravan that had been parked up for six years for two nights at Tinwald Motor Camp oh, until man. they open the door. Well, at least it uh, got some use that caravan. I, I hear that it was it's one of the it's first about years, got, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Only times it got stayed in. <laughs> so far. Oh, we went to Navy. We've been to Navy. Oh, you did? Okay. That's yeah, right. yeah, no, we did. So, yeah, no, that was a hell of a trip. Yeah, it was fun to be asbestos, though, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How's, how are your lungs been since then? No, uh, oh, mate, oh, it's a, I, my lungs aren't the best anyway, <laughs> as you well know. <laughs> um. Not yeah, so really sorry good. if that was a mess and hard to follow, but no. I didn't really prep tonight. Well, you've done well, and a nice recent story for West is Best. Um, what do you reckon? Straight into the round six preview, we're making pretty good time. Let's smash out some previews, eh? We've got things to do, mate. Yeah, mate. Uh, Thursday night, we kick off with Newcastle and Brisbane at Central Coast Stadium. Um, yeah, night's... Um, it was a bit of a tough one for them against the Storm. Got off to a very slow start, down 18-0. Clawed back, uh, but yeah, they were never really in the hunt against the Storm. Um, Broncos a lot better than they have been, obviously, but they uh, bottled an 18-0 lead and went down yeah. 2018 to Manly. So two points that went begging for them. Would have been a great bounce back. There, as well um, as they played in that first 35 minutes, that... Yeah. Getting run down like that's just going to do their confidence even more worse. It's <laughs> terrible. Newcastle have got them here. Newcastle, they'll be wanting to come back to after losing the Shield. Yeah, yeah, they've given up the JD Evans Shield, so they'll, yeah, so yeah. they'll be hurting. They'll yeah. be hurting. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I got Newcastle. Yeah, I got Newcastle. Quite, quite plenty in this. Um, Isaac Luke looking to make his debut for the Broncos. That's random, isn't it? Yeah, just um, and. Uh, could be going up against Andrew McCulloch, the former Broncos hooker. So, man, swings and roundabouts for the number nine. So hard to work out what Brisbane's thinking with their squad. Yeah. Would you, who, who would you have over McCulloch and Isaac Luke well, at this stage of their careers? Well, they had Jake Turpin and then he broke his leg, so I guess that's where they, oh, that's... Oh, uh, yeah, he broke his leg. Oh, Gil. But McCulloch was still on his way to Newcastle and Turpin uh, breaks his leg and, yeah... Oh, I didn't realise that how it went down. So yeah, some uh, some crazy mid-season recruits. Ben Teo, uh, the Broncos now as well, and yeah, tough old uh, drop for them. Heaps of injuries. Katoni Staggs, who's one of my favourite players, he's uh, out again injured. David Pangai Jr. is back for them, so that could be a big end. But yeah, Newcastle by by a bit there, I think. Where are all these Brisbane forwards that were? kissing their asses last year. Where's yeah. this Fafita and what's the other one? Payne Haas, the best forwards in the world. Yeah. Well, da, da, da. Haas has uh, probably had struggled to make the same impact. David Fafita's still out injured, so... Um, oh, yeah, okay, Brad. <laughs> <laughs> Some fantastic... Hang on, I just put it out of my mouth. <laughs> um, Friday night, Rabbitohs Warriors kick things off, and then it's a big one, actually. Penrith against Melbourne. Campbelltown Stadium on Friday night. Um, uh, man, Penrith going very well. They're very, very close to being the only unbeaten team um, in the competition, just overrun by Parramatta late. Um, and yeah, they're better than I thought they were. Yeah, I know. It's annoying. 
Yeah, um, very much. But they're showing a lot of grit. Um, just about every game they played the the Panthers. Just a yeah, good, good solid unit. Uh, I like so much about the Panthers. I like the Clearies. Mm. I like. I like their Fords, those Kiwi boys. There's a couple of likable Fords. I just don't like Penrith. Mm. I don't. Yeah, it's annoying. If any of those people went to, yeah, I don't know. I've I've got them to beat Melbourne though. Big call. Um, Melbourne looking very good since that bad loss to Canberra. A couple of really good wins over South and Newcastle now. I uh, they and uh, just a stat here for you. Just to illustrate how dominant the Storm been against the Panthers, 18 of the last 20 between the sides, the um, the Storm have won, and uh, Panthers only scored 10 points and 10 points or less in 13 of the last 15 games against the Storm. So, oh, yeah, as he scratches out his initial from above the word Penra. Yeah, yeah. Maybe I was a bit hasty. Maybe I was a bit hasty. That's that you know shouldn't really have too much of a, a bearing, but it um, mm. yeah just shows how relentless and consistent the storm are, and I will have to tip them here. Right, if we're going to keep it, keep it, whatever we are, <laughs> I'll come with. You're not ready to um to to um, veer away. No, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna do it on a game like that. No, no, I'm not willing to. Bear away there. Well, this one might uh, get you excited. Kick off Super Saturday, the blockbuster between the Gold Coast Titans and St. George Illawarra Dragons. Oh! Um, yeah, this is just about oh. wooden spoon playoff material. Um, both I, wonder if I, could, I wonder if I could get the missus to get the kids out of the house for a couple of hours <laughs> just so I can enjoy this one by myself. Yeah, you want to have full concentration on this one because... Yeah, one to remember. A couple of, couple of quality, quality football sides mm. coming together head-to-head at this time of year. Doesn't get much better than this. Yeah. It, uh, oh, hang on, hang on. Who'd you say? Who'd you, oh, did you just say Gold Coast and yeah, St. George? Yeah, it was uh, Gold Coast and St. George. Yeah, oh, I, think you I thought you were start, starting yeah. to preview the Parramatta game. Oh, okay. oh no, 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 no. This is a dud. This is yeah. a dud. Yeah. Um, yeah, Corey Thompson straight into the Titans team at fullback. From the Tigers, I think you were slagging him off a couple of weeks ago, weren't you? Well, now look at him. He's the Gold Coast Titans fullback. So, who's uh, got egg on their face now? <laughs> Where have I been? I didn't hear any of this go um, down. This yeah. must have been pretty rapido, rapido. Uh, yeah, this was very, very recent, this one. Um, Is that right? And slotted straight into fullback? Yeah. Um, yeah, Titans went down to South last week. A uh, bit of a... Come back to earth after that win over the Tigers. Uh, Dragons dealt to the, the Sharks last Sunday for their first yeah. win of the season. Um, they'll go in unchanged this week. Ben Hunt slotting in on the bench. It looks like a way better fit for them. Just, yeah, just biting yeah. the bullet and making him a dummy half. And, and that's, I think, the best way forward for them at the moment. What's up with um, McInnes' face, man? Is it... yeah, he's, he lost a tooth a couple of years ago, so I think he's got a like an implant one that he usually slots in for his interviews and stuff. But... Oh, God, he yeah. looks like sloth. <laughs> Terrible, and he's a captain, so he's always on there. It's yeah. like, holy shit, he's your representative. It should be the, the media manager for the Dragons, which they should have, you know, the, whatever... They've got their passes, on they, they've got their recording devices, and they should have Cameron McInnes' tooth ready to slot in 
for his oh, interviews I know. should be on their day, their uh, game day checklist. Or even a COVID face mask or something. Mm. Just, mm. oh, I don't know. It's not a good look. Not a good look. Jesus, yeah. he looks. He, he gets in amongst it though. He must get in there for oh. that eighty minutes, eh? Because he's always got the shit kicked out of his face, man. He's um, he's yeah, become one of the most widely admired players in the game. He's yeah, hell of a competitor. Yeah. Um, yeah. Where's he from? Is he New South Wales or a Queenslander? Uh, he's New South Wales. He was he. It was between him and Damien Cook um, for the New South Wales job a couple of years ago, and and then Cook just went berserk and. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and he sort of got left in his dust, but um, yeah. He's putting his hand up now, though, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Back to the back, back to this this absolute beauty, yeah. Belter. Yeah. Who you got? got? This uh, is tough, man. It's... it's up at Suncourt, but I've still got the Dragons. Uh, yeah, n- with zero confidence, should be about three hundred points scored. Um, <laughs> yeah. Dragons to win forty six, forty four. Yeah. Could be a nice uh, one to have a, a few a few anytime try scorer bets on because uh, this should be end to end erratic mm. stuff. Uh, but yeah, I'll take the dragons. I think. Uh, I don't know, man. So tough. So tough. Yeah, I think you're right. They got the better team. Yeah, they should. Well, in theory, get it done. Um, moving on to the second game on Super Saturday: Tigers Cowboys. Another crucial one. These are. Two teams um, tied with the Warriors in, in South Sydney. So there'll be a team we'll be looking to um, overtake with the win. Yeah, after last week's performance, I'm happy that, yeah, I'm happy to go Tigers on this one. Yeah, Cowboys, Cowboys, they were disinterested defensively, man. Yeah, they were, they were shambles and not a lot of direction, really. Crying. I didn't know I didn't know Drinkwater was playing until about the 60th minute. No, I heard no. his name for the first time. Yeah, they were anonymous, the halves, and uh, Valentine Holmes obviously going off, but I thought um, young Hamiso Tamawaifito actually yeah. went all right. 18 years old, thrown into fullback, a couple of trices. He was... Um, he awesome. got a little bit sort of startled by the bright lights, I think, mm. initially, but he came into it in the end. He got a little bit more comfortable. Yeah. Yeah, he's going to be a star. Mm. Um, but yes, yeah, I think Tigers here yeah, down at Campbelltown. Yeah. Hard one. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah, interesting. The Tigers still no Benji Marshall back. It's um, don't quite know the direction they're heading. The Tigers and don't have high hopes for either of these sides anymore. Nah, Packer suspended, isn't he? Yeah, yeah he's suspended straight away. Yeah, yeah. Idiot. Um, yeah, I'm glad we. Uh, there was rumours that we were looking at picking him up for the rest of the season. So glad we avoided that. Yeah. Um, Shit. Yes. So if we can somehow stay awake through those two um, snooze fests, we've got a match of the round, Roosters and Parramatta to oh, finish off. It's a shame this was on so late on I, Saturday. I know. It's uh, going to be a cracker. Both teams on fire. Parramatta 5-0. and Great comeback win over Penrith and one of the best games of the year so far. Roosters uh, pretty poor before the season suspension. Um, three big wins since we've been back. And have, just, you, have you got that four and against stat since we've been back sitting there in front of you? Is uh, it something like yeah, 100, 149 for 18 against or something? Yeah, I think yeah, maybe 129 or so. Um, yeah. Yeah, um, just been dominant. Uh, haven't, yeah, haven't really I've, had a good, I've had a couple of 
they've come up against a couple of flat teams. Yeah, that's right. They haven't played anyone um, decent since the since the restart. South Brisbane and Canterbury they've um, hammered. James Tedesco ran right last week. Um, but yeah, they'll they'll make their match here. I think um, it's yeah this shapes so. of the classic. It'd be disappointing I, I... to see Parramatta's. To, um, not that I've got a vested interest in Parramatta, have you know going all the way, but it'd be disappointing to see, you know, the hype around them fade out, fade away a bit with a by getting thumped by the Roosters. They get that first solid test, yeah, yeah. I hope Parramatta win. I don't like. I don't mind the Roosters. I just don't want them to see them win three in a row. <laughs> no, or at least it'll you know make it interesting if if uh, yeah. some of these other teams do rise to their level. Um, but yeah, a couple of tight wins. The the, the perfect lead into the Seals. Tight wins over Manly and Penrith. They were both good teams. Um, and I think I'm happy to tip them here. Para. Yeah. Yeah. I think they'll get it. Yeah, done. so am I. Right, we're still going good here, man. Yeah. I haven't I haven't left you yet. Yeah, just a couple to go. Um, another yeah. absolute beauty to kick things off on Sunday. Um, the six, oh, nice. Six six o'clock game here. Um, Canberra and Manly. Ooh, that's it. That's nice. I can get away from watching that one too. Trace doesn't seem to mind watching Manly. She oh, doesn't. Yeah. Under, she doesn't realise it. It's like um, she she doesn't know, but she has. She's got this funny crush on John Bon Jovi. <laughs> she always goes on about John Bon Jovi, and I hit her up about the crush. She goes, no, that's not <laughs> But then every now and then she'll pop out this. Like not every now and then. It's every year and then. Um, she'll pipe out for a little John Bon Jovi. <laughs> it's quite fun. But it's the same with Canberra. She doesn't oh, realise okay. she likes them. Likes Canberra, okay. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah, they've still, besides that win over Melbourne, they still haven't hit their stride, Canberra. They've pretty messy getting past the Tigers last week. Uh, did enough with Jack White and um, starring. Manly, um, what did Manly do last week? Uh, oh, they got the win over Brisbane. Uh, big comeback, 18-point comeback. To bounce back from that loss, um, to the unlucky loss to Parramatta a week earlier. So, yeah, two real contenders here. Manly. Yeah, they've been a bit spit and farty, old Manly, though, haven't they? Yeah, both both these sides have, really. Yeah, um, true. So it'd be, yeah. A good, it'd be a good scalp for both of them to Ooh, grab. Tough one, though, isn't it? Tough one. Yeah. I want to. I want to go Canberra. I want to go Canberra on this. Yeah, I've um, I've picked Canberra here, but I, this just has Golden Point written all over it. I think. Um, and, yeah. And just to give yeah. you a bit of a an idea of how close these teams have been in the recent past, uh, five of the last six games between them decided by four points or less. Oh, that's a good recent past, Dad. But uh, Manly won five of those six games too. So interesting. What? Yeah. <laughs> right. yeah. Yeah. So, so, despite Canberra sort of coming becoming a dominant team in recent years, or at least a couple of the last few seasons, um, yeah, man, a bit of a bogey. So, but yeah, I'll, I'll tip Canberra here. This one's at Campbelltown as well. Yeah, we'll ride this one home with Kelly. Yeah. Yep, Kelly be all fired up. Um, and to close the round, Cronulla Canterbury. Another bottom four clash. Um, I don't see myself staying up late on Sunday night to watch watch these uh, bludgers go around. No, this will be the one I sort of watch watch the highlights of on my phone in bed at about seven thirty the next morning before I go to work. Yeah, 
Um, yeah, Shark, if you're a Sharks fan, you had to be incredibly disappointed by that loss to the Dragons, 30-16, to 16, that, you know, they scraped their way through to a win over the, dra- the Cowboys the week before. Really need to build a bit of momentum, get a couple in a row, but now they're, yeah, one and four. What the hell is going on there? No, I don't know. Oh, the whole the whole joint seems to be a mess. What? Mm. All of a sudden, John Morris is getting replaced by Eddie Jones. Yeah, and now I've said, there's a rumor that Paul Green's being um, measured up for, to come down there. See, he's all John's gear. Yeah, yeah, and he is. He uh, wouldn't have to buy any new suits or anything. You yeah. just give him John's old stuff. <laughs> Unpacking <laughs> the unpacking the G eight JMs and getting the the PGs put in. Yeah, yeah. Um, I suppose Eddie fits as well. Maybe they just yeah, but Eddie Jones it fitted as well. Yeah, true. Um, and Paul Green, former Cronulla player, of course. Oh, he was too. But, he was too. Yeah, Canterbury, nothing really happening for them. That went over the Dragons was very much flash in the pan, thrashed by the Roosters last week. I just. Yeah. Uh, yeah four buggers are going to battle this whole year. Yeah. They'll, they'll jag the on one, but Jesus. Yeah. And you're, you're never going to pick the one they win. No, <laughs> that's the thing. They're the betting nightmare. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, I'm going to tip the Sharks here. I just think with the players they've got, they should be winning these sort of games, even if even though they didn't last week. Right. Um. um and saying what I just it, said, I'm going, I'm going Canterbury. Oh, we're almost at a perfect round. Is it perfect now, or do we want a little bit of yeah, finger yeah. pointing? Yeah. Da, da, da. yeah, we can't have it. Yeah. Go um, Yeah, that's it. That's the round. That's few the good round. games, few absolute duds, and uh, a big one for the Warriors. find it a lot easier to watch the rest of the round if the Warriors have gone well. Yeah. I'm exactly the same, mate. Get a bit sour I'm for the rest of the round if on and on the other teams don't like seeing other teams celebrate. And I take notice of more what's going on in general because I don't mind reading the website <laughs> then. Yeah. I don't mind looking at tables. I don't mind looking at statistics. But if we lose, I'm ignoring all news. I'm, <laughs> I'm ignoring all news articles. I just distance myself. I don't want to hear people bagging out my team. Um, but yeah, it's a lot to walk forward to this weekend, and do you think we should wrap it up? This is uh, made superb time. Have we? Yeah. What, are you, what are we dialing in? About the forty-six minute mark. Whoa, whoa, yeah. wee whoa! Yeah, might even be yeah. Get a bit of a club record. Yep. So I think that's it. Unless you got anything else to add? Nothing. But have a good week, my friend. Yep, you too, mate. And all of you out there, thanks for listening. Have a great weekend yourself. Go the Warriors.